Hi, uh, my name is Dennis Malebeka and uh, today I want to talk about faith. I want to discuss the subject of faith. Um, and I'd like to begin with uh, the definition of faith, um, the biblical definition of faith. And we turn to Hebrews 11, which says, now, and I'll read it in the New King James translation, which says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is something that we hope for, but the evidence of it is not there. So um, in understanding that, faith is not quantified in a way that is tangible. Um, it's not a feeling. And um, yeah. And I'd like to take you um, to see how faith is applied in various scriptures. For example, I'd say the best part where faith has been applied is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not be condemned, but shall have eternal life. Um, I don't think I quoted it uh, word for word, but yeah, generally, I'd say John 3.16 was an act of faith. That um, when we believe in the Son of God, when we believe in Jesus Christ, that uh, that is actually um, a, an act of faith. This is how we come to salvation. Salvation is, is, is something that is based on faith. Because we know that in Romans chapter 10 verse 9, um, which I'll turn to, and let me read that. Um, Romans 10 9, it says that if you confess... Let me read it. Um, let, me, let me start from verse 8. Um, but what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So it is a word of faith. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made into salvation unto salvation for the scripture says whoever believes on him will not be put to shame so here we see that when we get saved when we choose to um, turn to repent from our sins to turn to jesus that is an act of faith we are putting our faith in jesus we are putting um, um, our faith in in christ on the finished work of the cross so that we may be redeemed to god and um, yeah, so when I look at it like that, I, I come to that understanding that, and, and there has to be a confession to it. Now, faith has actions. Um, we know that James says in the scripture that faith without actions is dead. So when we look at it like that, um, faith comes with an action. Um, that, that's, I, I would say, is what is the evidence of faith. There, there's something tangible, there's something you can attach it to, that there's an action that reveals or expresses your faith. So by faith we express by confessing that Jesus is Lord and we believe it in our hearts. Um, I would, I'd like to say that there are many instances um, of, of, of faith in, our, in, our, in the Bible and faith is something that is a daily and practical way of living. Um, I'd go to Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians 2:20 says
Galatians 2.20 says, um, and I'm sure you've heard of this verse, I have been crucified with Christ. Remember that we had confessed that Jesus is Lord and that he is the Christ. Um, so it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So we see that we live by the, the, we live by the fact that we have faith in Christ. We, have, we live by the fact that we have faith in the Son of God, who loved us and gave himself for us. Um, and that is one way that we see that uh, faith, is, faith is applied in our day-to-day living. Um, I'd, I'd go to prayer and I'd give a very essential part of the Christian work, which is prayer. And I want to share that um, in Jesus said um, in, in the Gospels, I want to quote three scriptures that talk about how Jesus talks about faith and how to pray in faith so that we can receive what um, we are asking for. Let's turn to uh, Mark chapter 9. And then we go to Mark chapter 11. So, in Mark chapter 9, um, we go to verse 23. We go to verse 23 and um, it says, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So, all things are possible when it comes to... um, Faith matters. Um, it just takes for you to believe. The act of believing by itself is an act of faith. And he continues here. He goes. We go to um, further ahead in um, chapter eleven, verse twenty-four. He says, "Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them." So. A big part of prayer is believing what you have prayed for, believing that what you prayed for is, is something you're going to receive. Um, and, and also, again, that is, that is we do that by faith. If you don't have faith, if you pray for something and you really don't believe that you deserve it or you're going to get it, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sign that you lack faith. But if you pray, as it says, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive that you receive them and you will have them. These are the words of Jesus. Um, I know that is debatable and in a contextual way. I think somewhere in James says that uh, sometimes we pray for things and we don't get them because we, ra- we ask out of a wrong motive. So it is, it is a matter of that. I believe that he's talking about it in the context that if you pray for something and it is in the will of God and you know it is in the will of God, um, that you will receive it. And live as if you are going to receive it. I'll share the last scripture, which is in Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. Um, again, it's, very, it's parallel to what is said in Mark eleven twenty four, And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. So I would say that prayer, and I can emphasize this again, um, prayer is about believing what you prayed for. And believing that you have received what you prayed for. Um, And that is it. Um, And one last thing I would like to quote, um, and I would say very two two important things that give us a hope, uh, that give us hope on a day-to-day basis. I'd go to 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7. We know that it says, For we live by faith 
and not by sight. We don't live by the things that we see. We don't live by the situation that we see. Um, the things that we are going through, the things that we feel, the things that we um, are having to overcome, the situations as it is, as we see it with our naked eyes, with our physical eyes, are not what we should rely on. What we should rely on is what is there for us um, in the spiritual sense that by faith we believe that um, something good is going to happen. This situation is going to, ch- is going to change, it's going to turn around. Um, believing and hoping for the best, that th- I am not this current situation, that I am beyond this situation, that um, better things are coming ahead. It is to choose to live with that, with that faith. In Romans it says that um, we are to call those things that, that are not as if they were. That is an act of faith. When we call those things, when you say that, when right now maybe you're, you're, you're having some sort of issue, maybe let's say, for example, a financial issue, you, you don't keep proclaiming and confessing that I'm broke and I don't have money. You keep saying that, thank you, Father, I have money. I'm going to receive money. I'm going to have my, my needs met. I'm going to be able to pay my rent. I'm going to be able to pay school fees. I'm going to be able to um, receive the funds that I need um, that I'm not having at the moment. So it is you call the things which are not as if they were. As Jesus has said, if, you've, if you ask for something and you believe in it, then it is yours. You will receive it. It is just a matter of time. It is just a matter of time before you get what you've been asking for. So I would say that we live by faith and not by sight. And one confession of faith according to the Christian belief, I want to go to First John chapter 5, verse 4. I saw this and I realized that this is something that is never really quoted. Uh, but it's a very interesting and encouraging verse. Uh, it's a very interesting and encouraging verse, and I think as Christians we, we ought to share these verses even more and more. It says in First John chapter 5, verse 4, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is a victory that has come, has overcome the world, our faith. Our faith has overcome the world. We are no longer citizens of this world because of our faith. We have a different eternal destiny because of our faith. So that is how powerful our faith is. If we understood and walked in the identity of our faith, I believe we would walk in far much greater victories. I believe we would be able to um, experience God on far much uh, on a far much different level. You know, in in the spiritual uh, aspect, um, we would see we would go through the supernatural. We would see many breakthroughs, and and we'd have many testimonies, which I know for us would encourage us as believers, and even to the people outside who are not believers. Um, some of these things are uh, important like that. I've just remembered something, and I've not, I had not included it in our notes, but I'd say this is also a very important thing that concerns um, faith. And I'll give you a practical tip um, on, how to, on how to build your faith. This comes from Romans chapter 10, verse 17, uh, which says... Um, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so your faith grows by you um, hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God as as I've heard that in the Greek that's what it means it's not just hearing but it repeats hearing the word hearing many many times faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing 
So it's about hearing the word of God. That is what builds our faith. If you're not able to hear the word of God, um, we're supposed to, for us to hear the word of God, we should be able to, to read the word, um, spend time in the word. We will continue growing in faith and listening to people who um, teach us the word um, continuously. That is bound to have a positive effect on our faith. So that is a way of nurturing your faith, of guiding your faith, and of growing your faith. Um, and it is, it is, is, um, it's quite important. So I'll, I'll, I'll come to this conclusion. And I'll come to the conclusion of um, Hebrews 12 that says, Let us look to Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. For us, Jesus is the author and the perfecter of our faith. We have the faith that we have because of Jesus, because he died on the cross for us. So with that uh, being said, let's look to Jesus. Jesus is the one who's going to be able to um, walk us in our faith, to work uh, our faith in us, to work out our faith in us. Um, he, he will nurture it, he will grow with it. We need to just surrender and trust in him. And I want to pray for those who may have uh, may feel that their faith is weak. They feel that um, they have an issue with their faith at this point in time. Um, so let's pray. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. Um, these are your beloved children. You love them dearly and you care for them deeply. I pray that, Lord, you will increase their faith, that, Lord, they will turn to you, that they will look to Jesus, Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth the author and the finisher of our faith, as Hebrews 12 says. We pray that they will turn to you and they will look to you. We pray that you'll meet them at the point of need and that, Lord, you will draw them unto you. Lord, you have drawn them with an everlasting love, as your word has said. And, Lord, I thank you that you will keep them and protect them and grow their faith. In Jesus' name, Thank you uh, for giving this. Have a good day. For your presence in here, in his name I find, in his name I find, in his name.